welcome to the Heart of England Speakers Club podcast. My name is Pierre and I'm your host. Please join us online every first and third Tuesday of the month. For all details, go to heartspeakers.org.uk. And hopefully we'll see you in one of our meetings starting every first and third Tuesday at 7.30. Tonight we are bringing you a recording of one of our meetings. And in that meeting, we actually are going to listen to our President Rich giving a speech. So that speech will, of course, be evaluated. It'll be evaluated by Luke. But it's not just any speech. In that speech, our President will actually introduce the committee and explain to you what the committee does. Every committee at Toastmasters starts on the 1st of July and ends on the 1st of July the next year. So this is a chance for the members to understand what the committee does and also gives the opportunity to the members to run for committee positions as we are closing in to the end of a Toastmasters year and we'll have a new committee in place on July 1st. Now, let's listen to our Toastmaster Jaspreet and to the speech by Rich, the committee, and the evaluation by Luke. 20 minute speech, which is an educational speech, nearly 20 minutes. So I would like uh, the evaluation, evaluator of the speak, Luke, to introduce Rich. Over to you, Luke. Thank you, Madam Toastmaster, fellow Toastmasters and most welcome guests. It's my pleasure to be evaluating Rich tonight, who will be doing his level five of dynamic leadership. He is the... Um, the, the thing is lead in any, situ in any situation and he's got a talk, he's got to re reflect on a minimum six month experience as a leader um, and I believe that we're talking about the committee. His personal ob objectives are to make it interesting for the use of slides. So over to you Rich. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Um, fellow Toastmasters, Madam Toastmasters, welcome guests. Now, sit back, strap yourselves in. This could be a rough ride for a few of you here. You've heard this before. It's that time of year. It's committee time. Oh, yes. Roll up, roll up. Now, at Heart of England, we've for years now had a very successful, bonded, happy committee. And it's been my pleasure this year to be your president. And I've had a terrific time despite COVID, despite the fact that we haven't seen each other for my entire, I, mean, I, I missed the one live meeting. So I haven't actually seen any of you for my entire presidency, but that will change on the 29th of, Ju of June. As we know, we're gonna have our first hybrid meeting at the SILS. But tonight I would like to talk to you about the committee, particularly to those newer to the club who don't necessarily know what a committee is and what all the names mean and why we ask you to do certain things like fill out easy speak and pay subs and obey everything I say. But in the real world, we have a bit of fun. There's, we're, not a, we're not a business. We're a committee that works well together. We have a, uh, an easy time of it because why make why have politics? Why make things difficult? I'm going to share a few, a lot of slides with you tonight, and I'm also going to ask my wonderful committee to share a couple of their thoughts as well as the uh, the next 20 or so minutes, which probably seem about two or three days to you by the end of it, uh, winds on. But in the first instance, I'm going to share my screen. 
Can you all see that? Excellent. Well, proof is in the pudding, as I say. It's on the tin. Um, I've, it's taken me hours to put most of this together, um, having stolen most of it from Rachel from last year. So thank you, Rachel, in advance. This is our committee at the moment. And a number of people are staying on, a number of people are changing. But for those who are interested, we would love to see you on the committee. And I'm going to explain a number of the positions. Some of them will be obvious, some of them won't, I'm sure, to especially the newer members. To some of the older people who have been here, older by, I mean, experienced people who have been here. Yeah, we've been here before, so bear with me. Now, the most important thing for a committee is not the committee. The most important thing are the members. It sometimes gets forgotten about, but we are here to serve the committee, uh, sorry, the members. And it is that which drives us forward. And that's what I would encourage you to come and join the committee for as well. So you can actually shape your club. You can help your fellow members. You can help particularly new members coming through to get them started, get them on the right path, literally, and to have fun. Now, if I sort of, if I say a guest comes along and the VPE, sorry, the VPM gets in touch, then the VPE lets the treasurer know that that person's interested. The treasurer then lets know the VPM know that that person has joined. The VPPR then suddenly joins in and adds, adds, adds there. Then the EM uh, finds a mentor. Then the president gives, you see what I mean? It gets a little bit confusing. There's lots of, lot, there's way too, too many words. But quite simply, the committee works together. Everyone's got a defined role from quite relatively simple, particularly for newer members coming on, just to give them an introduction to the committee, to the more taxing roles that um, Caroline, Helen, Abby, myself are doing day to day. There are some really fun roles amongst that as well. Pierre has taken us on leaps and bounds in our, in our social media, for example. Uh, Ramesh has done a great job as Sergeant at Arms. Um, Callum has come onto the committee and um, has been wonderful helping out with the mentors. So, going through the committee itself, what do we do? Well, yeah, we try and run a successful club. Now, leadership, we're all interested in because we wouldn't be here otherwise. We want to be better public speakers, but to be on a committee really, really helps your leadership skills. Part of that is just working as a team. It's the art of delegation. It's the art of taking control. It's the art of taking responsibility. We have committee meetings. They've all been on Zoom, of course, approximately four to six weeks. Nothing too onerous. We're looking forward to going back to the seals so we can have committee meetings there and maybe have a glass of wine and a pint during it. We manage the club growth. Very important that the club keeps evolving. We don't want to stand still. We keep evolving. And we have done that year on, year on. We look after our members, as I mentioned, that really should be at the top because that is the most important part. Stay connected with club officers, club members, area director. I'll be working with the next president closely next year as area director. We get trained. It's wonderful. We actually get trained for all this. It's really nice to see everybody from other clubs as well. So you not only do you learn certain personal skills, you also get to know a whole lot of new people as well. And we, of course, run the contests and other events 
And if you think about it, we've got two contests. We've got the educationals. We've got a Christmas party. We're going to have a party at the end of June. There's quite a bit to do over the year, but nothing, nothing is not fun. So I'm going to start with myself very briefly. President role, well, I'm not there to dictate I'm here just to drive just to make sure that we're moving forward. And because I've had such a wonderful committee underneath me this year, uh, it's been very easy because we all come to a conclusion very quickly and we get things done. It's been really fun. I'm not gonna read everything out. There's way too many slides in here already. So I will just say, I loved it. And everybody should aim to do the pre be the president at some point in their Toastmaster career. It is so satisfying, particularly when you see the club growing. And now it's partly down to the committee. Of course, it's down to the members as well. My word of the year this year was empowerment. So I empowered the committee to then empower the members to be able to move forward. So every single meeting, everybody is taking that little step forward every single time. And that's as simple as it gets, really. We're not running multinational business here. We're not having to worry about tax. We're not having to worry about politics. We're just here to have fun. Now, the Vice President of Education. Now, I'm going to start with the hardest role. Mine's easy because the person who does this actually makes my life a whole lot easier. And I'm going to ask her to speak in a moment. But um, the Vice President of Education, in a nutshell, puts the meetings together. So it's vitally important that everybody gets onto Easy Speak. We do bang on about this for a reason and help her out with the fact that you're coming to the meeting or not coming to the meeting, that you're doing a speech, that you're not doing a speech. It's very simple, it only takes a few minutes. So please keep doing that. So I'm gonna hand over, I'm gonna stop sharing for a minute and come back to the very wonderful Caroline. Please give it up for Caroline. Madam Toastmaster, fellow Toastmasters and most welcome guests from afar, lovely to see guests from such a long way away. I'm VPE and um, I think Rich has told you most of my role. Um, I basically set up these meetings for you on Easy Speak every week and fill the roles both in terms of the speeches and also in the roles everybody does on the evening. A little plea while I'm on today, please put in some speech requests because we we're a bit low on speech requests. It'd be lovely to hear from people who haven't spoke for a while. As far as the job goes, what's it like? Well, I would say I've, I've been debating this for a little while, but I'd say it's a very continuous job. So it's something that you have to dip into very, very regularly to do. It's debatable how many times a week I go on to Easy Speak, quite possibly three or four even. <laughs> Just a little bit and often is what I find. Now, for oldies like us, <laughs> I've never had a computer lesson in my life. So I thought this was gonna be really difficult. But I was surprised once I got the hang of it, it was quite, it was, it was well, it wasn't easy, but once you get the hang of it, you really, it, 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 I could do it anyway despite my reservations and thinking I would be hopeless and my lessons that I had with Tanya at the beginning, it, it's gone like a dream. And would I say I've enjoyed it? Well, that's definitely not debatable. I've had a great time. I've learned lots. I've experienced leadership and watched others leading. 
And I think it's given me a great, much more confidence in my own personal life, also to take out to work into my work role. And I think it's helped me enormously. It also gives you a great insight into the club and how it works. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, it's fascinating how everybody works together and the, com- and the um, how Toastmasters have put this all together for, its, for the leadership journey. It's really excellent. My plan for next year is that um, I will, first of all, do this role for into, certainly into the beginning of this next year. If, unless anybody's got any burning desire to do it. But what I will be looking for is a little, is a, a little um, should we say, budding VPE to come and help me for next year. Because I think I believe the easiest way to train is to, to come on board, learn a little bit at a time and gradually improve. It's quite difficult to do it all at once from the beginning, um, uh, to train somebody up at, at the beginning. So if anybody's interested, please let me know and uh, we'll get you on board. Madam Toastmaster, I'll hand back over to Rich even, sorry. Thank you. Everyone still keeps calling me Madam. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it can't be my hair, can it, surely? <laughs> Thanks, Abby. Um, I, I'm going to abandon the slides for the time being. I think they're a bit too clinical and uh, in the nicest possible way because I, we're talking as human beings here. Um, the next person, oh, by the way, yes, Caroline, by the <laughs> first time she's ever done it, she, she was amazing. Absolutely incredible. It is the toughest job. Uh, there's a number of hard, nod, nodding heads in the room there. And she, of course, had a great training from Tanya, but took to it amazingly and has done a brilliant job. So thank you, Carolyn. I keep helping her out by filling in Easy Speak, please. The next role is what we call the VPM, the Vice President of Membership. And it is our wonderful Abby that does the Vice President of Membership, which has been ably assisted this year by Callum down at the bottom uh, of my screen. And um, he has been what we called an educational mentor, which was invented for this year to give Abby and Caroline a bit of backup and he's done a terrific job there. Uh, a bit more on that in a while but Abby how have you found it this year? Thank you Mr or Madam President, no Mr President. <laughs> it has been my great pleasure to be the VPM also known as Vice President of Membership. So remember the time when you were just a, a mere wee guest and for some of you maybe many many years ago and you first entered the world of Toastmasters and you would have hopefully been greeted by the VPM either through an email, a call or just showing up at the club in person. And really the VPM acts as the connection between the outside world and the inside world of Toastmasters is a very, very important role. And it's a very um, uh, it's a very interesting and fun role too. So let me just unpack it a bit more for you. There, I've, um, there's three kind of responsibilities that it's broken down into. You've got outside club meeting, inside the club meeting, and uh, the committee meeting and working with the committee. So effectively, outside the club meeting, what do you do? You promote membership building, you follow up guest inquiries, you make those calls and emails. And I pride myself on in trying to 
respond to emails as quickly as I can within like 48 to 72 hours. And I'm sure when you email people, you would like to have a response nice and quick. So I try and do that for other people too. So effectively, I dip in and out of the emails every few days. So as a VPM, you sort of dip in and out of Toastmasters throughout the, throughout the week, but it doesn't take too long, 10 to 15 minutes max. And really, the club sells itself. I'm not a, um, a salesperson. I'm not into the pitching or anything like that. But this club has a super attractor vibe. The members find us. We don't find the members. They just come to us. Even through COVID, we've had a steady intake of membership inquiries. Super, super nice. And Kudos to Pierre, the VPPR. He's made social media really beautiful and has really um, made an effect on, on guests and people looking from the outside in. So thank you, Pierre, for that. And yes, it's basically the cell, the club sells itself. So the VPM role is pretty easy, easy thing to do in our club. And in the club meeting, what do you do? You greet the members, and well, the new members, you greet the guests, um, you, you take down the guest inquiries if anyone walks in in when we do have those in-person meetings again. And then you just follow up afterwards. And then committee meetings. Yes, you attend the committee meetings as best as you can and work as a collective because it really is an ecosystem, this club. Your role will connect with other roles and it's very important that we're all interconnected and we communicate effectively. It's been a real pleasure to be the VPM. I think it's about a year and a half now. For me personally, I love being at the beginning of someone's journey as a guest, not knowing what the Toastmasters is, and help them with the onboarding process and allow, just making those step-by-step um, steps, basically, to, to see them bloom. I love to see members go from guest into really um, established Toastmasters. It's a really, really nice journey to experience from the outside in so if that's something that ignites you if that's something that gets you excited about supporting people to define themselves really then this role would be really suited for you the skills that I personally gained communication I managed to get my find my own voice getting comfortable with the formalities of Toastmasters and then fusing it, fusing it with my own Abbey language and making it my own thing. So I've really settled into myself through this role. Learning how the club works is really, really uh, eye-opening, a non-profit club. And not only that, you, you get to learn about the non-profit organization as an international organization. And ultimately, if you really want to delve uh, deeper than that, you can... For me, for example, I've somehow managed to become an MC at the uh, district conference this weekend. I've managed to plonk myself in an MC role in two workshops. I don't really know what I'm doing, but, you know, I'm going to give it a crack. And it's just things like that. You can really delve and network and um, go beyond the club if you wish to. And the last little note is being on the committee has enabled me to fill my own belief cup. 
that I am able to delve into the unknown, not knowing what I'm doing, adapting myself and, you know, doing a pretty okay job at it. And the, it's really vital to have these experiential um, opportunities, right? We can all work in our heads and read and read and study, but it's really the experiences that create that wisdom and actually ignite that belief that we can do something. And being part of a committee, it, as Toastmasters, you don't make any mistakes. It's fine. You just try, do your best. No one's going to fire you and um, just play around with it. And it's a really big eye opener and it really will build your confidence up. So I highly recommend it if anyone wants to come on board. If you want to find out more information about the VPM role, then uh, you can message me afterwards. For me personally, I will be standing down from the VPM and I will be putting myself forward as president for the next committee. And so that's in my, my next new adventure. Over to you, uh, Mr. President. Thank you, Abby. Well, uh, Madam Timekeeper, if you could put it down for a 30 minute speech, uh, you could just see the passion, couldn't you? Absolute passion coming through there. And that's what we all feel. It's really, it's such good fun to be on the committee. And that absolutely came through with Abby, who has just been brilliant this year. Uh, it's been fun working with her as well as everybody else, of course. Uh, but take her up on that, ask her all about the role. It's fun. So we go on, what time is it now? Half past 10, okay. The next role was just recently mentioned by Abby as well. And this person has done a terrific job this year, actually is up for an award. Oh yes, Heart of England are up for awards as well. <laughs> and of course I'm talking about our wonderful VPPR, who this year is Pierre. Um, I, I tried it last year, I did bits, I took a lot of photos. You probably remember me hanging around at the back of the sills taking photos on my long lens and then posting them up on Instagram and Facebook and all that. Well, Pierre came in and has taken it to a different level. Pierre, how have you found it this year? Big hand for Pierre, please. Thank you, Mr. President. What's not debatable is that VPPR is definitely the most fun role in the committee. What you get to do really is you present the club to the outside world. So when a lot of times when you see some of my posts, you're like, well, I know that, or okay, yeah, I know that. Newsflash, it's not for you. If somebody were to browse, you know, look outside or look on Facebook or Instagram, okay, what's, what's this club about? Then they would see, oh, they have awards and club of the day, it looks like they're having fun. So my job was to really keep the media presence of our club, you know, at the top level. So at the beginning of the year, we had uh, a Facebook page and Instagram page, and I started posting on Facebook and Instagram about what's going on in the club, who wins awards. It's also a nice, a nice display for people to see their own recognition. There are some rules you need to follow. Toastmasters, for example, has a pretty strict you know, color codes. So usually red, you know, and the browns and the blues and some fonts you need to use, but the very high tech software I used was PowerPoint. I literally did all, like 90% of the slides on PowerPoint. I literally copy paste and it, it works really good. So we had, we had a Facebook, we had Instagram, and then I figured, well, there are people who are not on those websites and maybe they're on LinkedIn. So I started a LinkedIn page. And then I said, huh, a lot of people are doing podcasts. Should we be doing a podcast? 
I started a podcast. And there you go. Those are things, a podcast that had no idea how to do it. And I just Googled it. Say, how do you do that? Oh, it's actually not that difficult. But the beauty is uh, when, you, when you apply for a position on the committee, you do something that you're not usually do in the corporate world. So I, you know, I'm a creative in car design, but I never did any type of PR and all that type of marketing. And it gives you exposure to a different part of the business and things you can really use in your own life and the skills you can use if you want to try a podcast. It's By the way, it's not my podcast. It's our podcast. If you want to host it yourself, by all means, go for it. Do it. Nobody's going to yell at you. If you want to have fun, go for it. If you want help on how to do it, I'll give you my two cents. If you need help with your audio, I'll help you. That's the beautiful thing about the committee. People are out there to help each other out and to help this club out. So I would highly recommend that, you know, try a position, a treasurer or VPPR, and if you want to troll people online. But I think the key part for a VPPR is to keep, you know, keep the hits high so that when people Google us, oh, from LinkedIn, from Facebook, and then revive our website. People just keep finding us and hopefully it attracts some of our members. So if you have any questions on the whole VPPR, please let me know. I highly encourage you to do it. I will probably stay there as a steward of the podcast, but otherwise I hope somebody will uh, do this wonderful position. Uh, I'm here, we're all here to help you. So go for it, Mr. President. Thank you, PR Pierre. That nickname should stick forever, I think. Yeah, he's done a great job. Thank you, Pierre. And um, Abby's role, VPM and Pierre VPPR, are both open. So please have a think about these. The next role is also open, and this is somebody who's done an amazing job for a couple of years now. And uh, she's stepping down from the role, not leaving Toastmasters, I hasten to add, but uh, has done an amazing job. And I would like to introduce Helen, our fabulous treasurer, just to say a few words. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Mr. President. So, fellow Toastmasters and welcome guests. So, I will keep this fairly brief, just go over what my role is, why I've liked it, and what kind of person needs to be treasurer. So, the role is essentially collecting um, all of the subscriptions from all of you renewing our membership with Toastmasters International and making sure that we pay everything on time that we need to. So our Zoom license, our, um, the venue at the Sills and any other incidentals that, that we need to do. But beyond that, that's the treasurer side of things. As everybody has said, there's a much wider part to play on the committee itself. We are a team and therefore there are things that won't necessarily fit into anyone's individual job description that needs to be picked up. And that's one of the things I've really enjoyed about being on the committee. It's the, everyone knows what they need to do, does it, works collaboratively, and there's this network to fill in the gaps when and as and when needed, coming up with the ideas and actually seeing them through to fruition. The second thing that I really like is getting to know everybody. So as soon as somebody is joining the club, then I get to find out. I get to know who it is. And then during the year, I will be able to in contact with many of you around the subscription time, renewal time. 
So I do feel like I get to know most people in the club, maybe not as much as I would like to, given that we're on Zoom, um, but to know what goes on, know how the committee works, know how Toastmasters works. So what do you need to do to be a treasurer role? And now, as Rich said, I am proposing to stand down after this year. I've done it for two years now. And so I think it's only fair that it's somebody else's turn to be part of this um, and take, take it forwards. Numeracy will be a great advantage, but you do not need to be an accountant. So I am, um, but things are set up by people who've done it the role before I did. It's very set up very well, easy to follow. So if you understand how to navigate your way around an Excel spreadsheet um, in a basic format, you will be absolutely fine. And it's really, you are a safe pair of hands. You see the money come in, you see it going over to Toastmasters International, and you see it going out for the things that we as a committee approve on behalf of the membership. If you do want to know more, then do let me know. I'm happy to just have a chat to you um, out, out offline outside of the meeting, give you a bit more information, show you a few things. And I'll leave you with a quote, and I'm afraid I do not know who said this, but if not now, when? If not you, who? Mr. President. That's John Thank Lewis, you, I think. I thought it was Helen just said it. Thank you very much, Helen. That was fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, we are going over time on this, aren't we? But you can you can tell the passion that everybody's got here. So bear with us. Your reward is table topics coming up shortly. Thank you for your patience. We have shorter committee meetings, believe you me. But uh, thank you, Helen. She's done a great job. And of course, everybody, anybody who's interested in doing this will get a thorough handover. Uh, you, won't, you won't be left in the dark. We have all our Dropbox sorted out. We know exactly where all the passwords are, where everything is. So you're not sort of making it up from the start. Now, we have um, oh, uh, we had an eighth member of our committee this year, which was, uh, I mentioned earlier, Callum, who wanted to be on the committee but there wasn't an official place for him we only we only have seven official people on the committee but he came in and we created an educational mentor role for him which was uh, the brainwave of of uh, uh, previous president rachel and myself and callum and abby and he's done a great job um we lost our secretary julia through work uh and callum has sort of stepped in and become a secretary which is very good he looks great in heels and takes a mean note, I must say. But um, Callum has done a great thing. He's, he's stepping down as well at the end of the year. And, um, you know, he's done a great job. And, I'm, you know, we're going to miss him, of course. But Callum, how, how have you found your year? Thank you, Mr. President. Fellow Toastmasters, hopefully budding committee members. Uh, I hope that quite a lot of you are debating whether to be on the committee next year. Just briefly touch on my role, which, Rich, as Rich says, has been educational mentor. It's an unofficial role, but I did sit within the committee and join the committee meetings, etc. And it's been designed to, as Rich said, to assist the, the vice president membership, just taking a bit of weight off their shoulders. It's largely been linking new members um, as making them um, mentees with a mentor at the start. Um, so setting them up, making sure they understand what that means and who they can contact and just making sure the mentors understand what they need to do is their responsibilities. And if there's any issues along the road, stepping in, providing advice and just being a, a more, almost like a mentor for anyone who needs it, really. 
So it's been quite a small role because it's part of another official committee role. As Rich says, our secretary, Julia, stepped down recently. So I'm officially the secretary now, but I don't take any credit for it at all, um, having stepped in so recently. The committee, sorry, the secretary role, as I believe, is really about attending committee meetings and making sure that notes are accurate and um, the minutes, sorry, the minutes are accurate and people understand what's been discussed if they miss the meeting and any action points, they've been captured as well. Because if you get to the end, you've got no action points, nothing happened. So it is, it is an important role, something else to consider. What I'll say, though, is both of my roles, I suppose, have been our smaller committee roles compared to ones we've already heard about tonight. And what I'd say is, if you do want to be on the committee, which I hope you do, and you want to be involved, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Um, because what I say is, don't sweat, sweat the small stuff, which is, which particular committee role do I want to be in? The, any role you go into, you're going to be part of the committee, and therefore, you're going to be doing lots of things like inputting into events, helping to make decisions for the club, helping to plan meetings, influencing and steering the club and just get generally giving back to the club which I hope you feel that that's necessary that's that's more part of the reason why I wanted to be part of the committee I've got so much for the club and I just wanted to give just a little bit back but it isn't just what the club gets from you you will benefit as well from being on the committee I've really enjoyed it it's been great I've built a lot gained lots of skills lots of knowledge Running to be on to help run a club as well as be on a committee. If you are debating whether to be on it, I really do hope that you will. But I'll pass back to our president, Rich. Thank you, Callum. A, a terrific job Callum has done. Uh, there's one other role which uh, Ramesh couldn't be here tonight. Ramesh is our sergeant at arms, and the sergeant at arms really, really is a role for when we're live. So he's had a quiet year but as everybody has said we all muck in and he's been tremendous with uh, getting us back to the live meeting we had back in August um, and contributing to all the to the Christmas party to the contest to the educationals and everything else um, he couldn't make it tonight but again that's in the role that will be open next year along with the secretary the VPPR and the VPM so I'm going to leave it there we've got a red light we've had it for about 10 minutes now this is the longest speech I've ever done certainly and it's you, um, a couple of you are still awake, I think. Yes, but I can't stress enough what a fun thing it is to be on the committee. There's a number of people here that, if I had the time, I would ask Deb and Tony and Steve and Rachel um, to to say words about their time on the committee because they've all been on the Heart of England committee as well, and I know how much they got out of it as well. So it's up to you. I'm going to see if I can just do the last couple of screen. It may not, it may be utterly pointless to do this. Um, yeah, I'm going to whiz through this if I can. Yeah, da, 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 da. but just to remind you, this is the committee. Next year it'll be some new faces, some the same. But the vice president of membership, the vice president of public relations, is open. Although we have one person that's already asked to be that so that's great um, the secretary and the sergeant at arms and the treasurer so please have a think come and chat to us the next 
the most important part here is the election on the Tuesday, the 1st of June. So it is, it is imminent. Uh, and please come to me with any interest by next Tuesday, let's hope. But of course, take your time. We're not going to really put a red light on it. Your club needs you, but your committee needs you as well. And you will get a lot out of being on the committee. I certainly have. I'm going to be area director next year. And as soon as I, that is up, I'll be back on the committee, I hope. I really love it. You can tell by everybody today, they love it as well. And looking forward to having you on the committee soon as well. Madam Toastmaster. Next, I would like to welcome Luke, who, who was evaluating Richard's speech. Um, over to you, Luke. Thank you, Madam Toastmaster. Well, I think after that speech, it shouldn't be debatable whether you want to join the, the, the committee next year or not. Rich, hello, fellow Toastmasters, and welcome guests. It is my pleasure to evaluate Rich's speech tonight, which, which, was, the, which was the educational, on the committee of the past year and on to next year. How I will structure this evaluation is by giving the things that I thought worked well, and then a few recommendations ending with a conclusion for how to improve it next time. So what worked well? I thought that it was a really well-structured, easy to follow speech, which considering that it was educational was really important. He signposted at the start, he explained how the speech would work, what we would talk about. And this made it really easy to follow because us, the audience, knew what to expect from the, from the speech. I also thought that Rich's intro to each different committee member also helped and as did the slides. I think it was it was hard. I think it, if we were back in the room in person, having the slides on in the background would have been better, but obviously on the Zoom format it is a bit difficult with slides. Um, but I did think that, that the slides when used helped. So yeah, it's a well structured, structured structured speech and it was easy to follow as well. The start was any was any was energetic and infusing. There was voice intonation. There was there was a few typical rich uh, jokes. He said, "I missed one live meeting with really good voice intonation, which really infused me, and I'm sure infused the rest of the audience and caught my attention." However, I did feel that the enthusiasm sort of dropped off halfway through, which is understandable with a bit of a longer speech. However, next time, if you can try and maintain the really, the really enthusiastic approach that you started with, that would 
keep the audience attention even more right to the end. Um, I also liked the call to arms at the end. Your committee needs you. However, again, I'd, I'd have liked to, I'd like this to have been uh, done with a bit more passion and enthusiasm and really felt like you're speaking to me. Your committee needs you. That sort of passion really makes you want to, to join the, the committee. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Luke, and thank you, Timekeeper, for the wonderful noise, which makes us the momentum. <laughs> okay. Indeed, that was a great way to end the speech, especially with the funny noise. That was a Timekeeper doing his job, making sure that Luke stayed on time. And that will do it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are not a member of Toastmaster, we urge you to join us. Come join us the first and third Tuesday of the month at 7.30 online. For all details, please go to heartspeaker.org.uk for all details. If you are a member, hopefully you will consider joining your committee, if not this year, the next time. My name is Pierre, I'm your host, and until the next time, bye-bye.